You're listening to The Drive with Bruiser and Sneak. Today we're talking NCAA basketball action. We'll have some calls from guests. We'll run down our brackets. And now, Bruiser and Sneak. Oh, hey, oh, what's going on? You bumps on the log out there, what's up? You're sitting at home. We're uh, we're live here from Youngstown, Ohio. We're at Jan. Is it Jan's? Uh, Jan's Jan Comics? Jan or Yon. You know, I didn't get a uh, clarification on that on the way in. Spelled Y-O-N. So I'm going to say Jan's Comic and Smoke Shop here in Youngstown, Ohio. It's probably a Swedish name. I believe he's uh, probably a Swedish gentleman. I forgot to say, I'm mm. Danbury Dan, and I'm also of Swedish descent. You're Swedish? You yeah. Have, uh, you have dark hair, though. Oh, we don't all look the same? Uh, that's true. I can actually agree with Dan here. I am a Viking. That's I what I like to See, that one I can see. Even though Bruiser has the dark complexion, or that's the wrong word. He has, he has brown eyes. I could see him being Swedish. could see him being Swedish. Well, he's yeah. a portly man. Usually Swedes are tall and skinny. Yeah, but I still pillage your village, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, we got so far off the rails already. Minute into this, listen, I gotta, (laughs) I gotta take a uh, made a little snafu. All right, I know a lot of people probably wondering why, why are you covering the Final Four from Youngstown, Ohio? Um, I got E. Crow on this one, so I thought the, uh, I thought the Final Four was in Dayton, Ohio, so I figured. You know, we had a stipend. That's the first four. See, what happened, we got to put in for these uh, stipends at the Fog. They have to approve all travel. And because the first four was in Dayton, we submitted for Youngstown thinking, okay, we'll save some coin. We'll be a safe, you know, Yeah, it's only a several-hour drive from where the final four I thought was being played. Um, Probably just would have Ubered all the games. Yeah, we could just hit that. You know, we just avoid surge, and then we get right in there, you know. Um, But, uh, you know, I was in contact with, uh, with Jan. On Craigslist, and uh, I thought his, he would have a good, you know, it'd be a good place to record. Uh, but yeah, it turns out the Final Four is in Houston. So I got, I got here and um, realized I looked at my bracket and I was like, oh, the fir- yeah, first four, first four. Because in my head, I was like, the first four is in, um, is in the Dayton. Best. So I thought, I was like, yeah, yeah, like the number one team, the number two team, the number three, the number four are going to play for the championship. That's the first four. Uh, I mean, I'll admit right away, I'm more of a college football guy, and a college yeah. basketball guy. I um, watched I watched Sneaks eat an entire bag of uh, flaming hot Cheetos and explain this to himself, to nobody in particular, but to himself as he was. Uh, yeah, Bruiser, it's fine. It, it's it's fine, guys. Hey, we're here. Like, let's live it up. You yeah, know? we're 1,300 miles away from Houston, and we're talking NCAA basketball. Hey, you know what? We're less. It's than, all just about round ball, boys. Yeah, 1,300 miles. What's that? 20 hours in a car. 20 That's, hour drive. We're less than one day's. Uh, travel one day's drive from where the the hoop action's going down. People are gonna be yeah, slam I mean, dunking, hitting trays, yeah, and winning I might titles. Even hit the pavement, uh, yeah. you know, my morning run, and just finish up in Houston, and just catch the game. That's an awful long run, thirteen hundred miles. I wonder how many marathons that is. Uh, it's more than one. I'll tell you that much. Hey, you're the stats guy. Yeah. Come well, on. hey, uh, speaking of stats, speaking of. Uh, you know, all things sports, we, we of course, completed our brackets, just like any uh, other good uh, red-blooded sporting-watching Americans. Hoochie mama. Yeah, we're going to just kind of uh, go through, explain exactly what happened. Um, uh, Sneaks, I'll, I'll defer to you. Uh, any, any kind of, like, overall uh, observations you want to make? On my bracket? Um, yeah. It didn't go great, I'll be honest. And you know what? I know what y'all thinking out there, all you... I got some of your emails. I got I listened to some, you know some of the nasty voicemails and emails because 
Listen, I get it. Historically, my uh, college basketball record isn't great. So I get a lot of hate mail over the years of uh, how dare you call yourself a professional commentator, all this, this and that. You've never, you've never had a, you know, a good bracket and all this. Um, so I, you know, again, I got to eat crow a little bit. I got, um, uh, I got all the first round games wrong. So my, uh, I got all the teams I picked are, were out after the first round. So you picked Austin P. To knock off Kansas? Uh, yes, and I can ex- listen. I have rationale behind all my picks, and I'd be happy to get into them. So, Austin P. So I took all. Listen, a, so a sixteen has never beaten a one. That's correct, right? Sixteen. Oh, yeah. Sixteen is so I in think in the men's game. In the men's game. So when a sixteen beats a one, I think that'll be very exciting. Something I want to be a part of. Okay. So I picked all the sixteens. <clears throat> hoping that one would win and that I would have predicted the first uh sure but uh there's there's, but they there's lost. four of those yeah but there's four so even if like one hit you're going to lose three other times so statistically I play for glory okay on the bracket and I'll admit that 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 philosophy crippled me and uh you know I got every single game wrong actually even the uh the first four I got all those wrong also those were kind of toss ups to me but I you know just so happened Sometimes lady luck is not your side. So I got I all this. even pull that part out. It's like get in or don't. You know what I mean? You know, it's whatever. It's whatever. I mean, but the other thing, you know, I'm a Rust Belt uh, sympathizer, you know. I grew up near Trenton. So um, my final four here, I had I had uh, Green Bay, Buffalo, Cincinnati. And I had Michigan State, actually. That was my Michigan State was my one chalk pick. Mm. Uh, they got knocked out first. Yeah, round. it's amazing. That actually was a consensus favorite to maybe go to the Final Four. You actually did a good job picking them. Nope, they lost. Yeah, that one yeah. hurt me. Um, I had Green Bay winning the whole thing because there's this Vince Lombardi quote I really like about like just standing tough, you know? Um, I've got another uh, Vince Lombardi quote to counter your Vince Lombardi quote is that Tom Izzo and the boys didn't lose. They just ran out of time. Hey, I like that. I don't know if he said that. Anyway, Bruiser, uh, how's your bracket looking? Uh, my bracket's decent. Uh, you know, I'll say this. I'm going to have to get on my high horse for a little bit. Doing all right. Uh, I don't know what my winning percentage is. As you guys know, I don't like brackets. I don't like when the people with pencils in their front pockets try to predict games. You got, you know, That's a shot Karen in accounting telling everybody that she picked Middle Tennessee. Karen. No one cares, okay? You've never dunked a basketball. I've met Karen. I've met her before. Yeah. Sweet gal. Yeah. She'd probably take you to the cop, I'll tell you that much. I don't know what that means, but I mean she handles all of our accounting. That's uh, pretty amazing. Uh, it is genuinely amazing, actually, that Larry Sneagler attempted to fill out a bracket um, and earnestly tried, failed uh, worse than anybody could possibly fail. And I got every game wrong. I honestly took two minutes filling it out and got to say, I haven't watched a lick of college ball yeah. all year. I Bruiser, was just going off gut. You said to me, you said to me, I'm just going to pick the boys who my dad liked when I was born. Yeah. And you did, and you did well, you did pretty yeah. well. I actually nailed three out of the final four. So you got, th- wow. You got all those. Yeah. I got supernova from the South emerging. Obviously, Tar Heels still have no idea what a Tar Heel is, but it sounds tough as all hell. I think it's like a Ram or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know. And I get Q's, not a huge fan of those little orange balls or whatever they get going over there. Did not pick Boomer Sooners. Didn't even think they had a basketball team. Thought it was just a football school, but 
apparently they play round ball around there. So yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I had them get knocked out uh, first round actually by who yeah. they play. They played um, Cal Baker. Yeah. Okay. So oh, this is a good one, right? So I had Cal Baker actually in the uh, a 15 seed. I had Cal Baker going far. Because my, my uh, grandfather was a baker named Cal. So I was mm. like, mm. you got to pick that. Right? Now, three <laughs> rounds, eerie. right? Now, when I hear baker, uh, two distinct connotations come to me and both very good. I just want to you know, make the distinction clear for the, our listeners. Was he more of a bread and sort of a savory type baker? Was he a rolls guy? Or was he a dessert baker, you know, making your muffins and your cupcakes and your brownies and the like? He was or was he a hybrid? He was ride or die rolls. Okay. Yeah, so he, he was, was like he was bread man through and through. Yeah, he was three for a dollar, uh, four minis for a dollar. Oh yeah, just so rolls. Those high he bulky a, rolls. He only did rolls. He had a brick oh, and yeah. mortar where he just sold dinner rolls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he had, he had just that was his. Well, he had like an in and out kind of shop. You go in. It's good. Yeah. Well, because because there's no. It was. F- I mean, I remember going in there when I was a little kid. It was fast because everyone just goes in. You have your dollar out. Yeah, what are you going to do besides buy dinner rolls? You have your dollar. He only has cash only, obviously. You have your dollar bill out, Mm -hmm. and you just slap it down. You say three or four, and he knows either three or four minis. And it's just boom, boom. He didn't have anyone else work there. No baguettes, no nothing. No loaves. Yeah, he's doing, you know, 170 orders an hour. Like, he's pulling. Wow. And he's not paying employees. I mean, the IRS pinched him, but... I mean, he was crushing. Must have come yeah. home just covered in flour. Oh yeah, yeah. He he had this joke about. Um, I guess he would talk about. I didn't understand it till years later. He would talk about giving like lots of people in our town yeast infections. And I didn't know mm. that, but I ah. I think there was a lewd humor that he sure. was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not the best justification for sending Cal Baker over Oklahoma in the first round. But I, I mean, it, it you got that connection, you know, sure. the stars align. I, I don't know. I'm so not, talk about why did you pick Holy Cross over Oregon? I mean, because clearly one of those prays more than the other. You know, it's like okay. you got a group of you got a group of twelve, fifteen kids. I don't know how many people on the team, but you got twelve, fifteen kids, and then five coaches. You know, going to church twice a day or whatever they do at Holy Cross, and then you got a bunch of kids in Oregon, like you know, just smoking pot. Mm. It's like I don't know. I feel like there's at least they're not bending over. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, oh, hey, actually, we have a uh, a former basketball player, a former uh, a bench player for Notre Dame, uh, set up to call today. We, you want to? You guys want to call him? Let's give him a call. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, we got a special guest, actually, Daniel Hammersmith, uh, former player for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish in the early two thousands, is on the line. How you doing, Daniel? Hey, hey guys, it's uh, it's uh, great to be here. How you doing? Yeah. Doing all right. I'm, I'm, you know. But uh, it's not about me right now. It's about you. So let's. Did you guys uh, have anything you wanted to ask Daniel? Dan, you were, uh, you you had an interesting uh, role with uh, with the team because I looked up your, uh, you know, admittedly I'm not a college hoops guy. We've kind of gotten into that. Um, so I looked up your career just trying to get a feel for like. You had very few uh, statistics that I could find. I just, it just, the only thing I found on you was that you did attend Notre Dame during the years that you specified. Um, and I found evidence that you did get a degree. But I, I, could you describe like your role on the team? 
Yes, yeah, so I might not have appeared in the you know in the stat sheets necessarily, but I, I had a very important role on the team. I might have, you know, I might have been what what some would call the last guy, you know, on the bench. But there's a lot of there's a lot that goes into that. Uh, a lot of work, um, a lot of a lot of sweat and practice. You guys, you guys know how important practice is. Um, of course, of course. A lot of charges in practice. I, t- I got those guys better. You practice the game. That? My role. During the game, my role was mainly to keep people off the court in case anyone hit a big, big jump shot, a big three. Right. Uh, you know, a lot of towel, a lot of towel waving, and uh, you know, a lot of extra squat thrusts because mm. you know the low man, the low man always wins. Oh God! And yes. uh, yeah, and if the low man wins, and the low man is also going to be the one keeping everybody off the court if someone just drilled a corner jumper. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So right. maybe I, maybe not in the stat sheets, but I was. That's pretty important. So you're a chemistry guy. I don't really like uh, people who describe themselves as chemistry guys. I'm more about um, you know ways you can affect the game that the advanced stats can show you. Yeah, and I, I you know, I recognize you, Dan Barry. Dan, I actually grew up in Madison, Connecticut, um, and you're from I, um, Madison. You know, I, I was. Yeah, I was. I was from Madison, and I, I recognize you from your high school. You guys played in that lower league. I went to. Uh, I went to boarding school over at um, at Taft. So I was, I was a pretty important Taft. player there. Oh my Sick god! Off the bench. Yeah, I went to Danbury High. We must. I was the manager of the basketball team, and uh, you know, just kind of like organized everybody's statistics. You know, gave prep talks. But uh, I must have seen you play basketball. I mean, that's crazy. Wait, did you say you were the sixth man off the bench for your high school basketball team? You you didn't start in high school, and you're a you were. I, I might not have. I might not have started in high school, but I, I was a huge, huge contributor to a team that. Uh, you know, that went to the second round of the playoffs. So, uh, you know, I'd appreciate being treated with a little bit more respect. No, no, I didn't hey, mean it Cameron, like that. Don't let these guys get you down. You're speaking my language, my man. I'm Thank just... you. I think you'd appreciate that. You know how important it is to be the hey, low man. you're only as good as your worst player. Exactly. No, I didn't mean like that. I'm just saying it's interesting. Like, you you were a guy who were... You were a, a non-starting player for... It sounds like a mediocre high school basketball team, and then you were on a college basketball team. I mean, that's... That's kind of like a Rudy's well, I mean, story. To, let, me, let me be clear here, okay? I, I walked on to the team at Notre Dame. I was playing at Knott Hall in the, uh, the rec leagues, and uh, Coach Perch Bray saw me in the corner and said, said I might have some potential. I should come try out for the team, so... I walked on my junior year, and, and I was I was on the team my senior year. Hey, what's no Mike? Shame in that. What's he, what's Bray like? That guy's got a a big real. That guy's got a real shiny head. Like a like he's not bald, but his head is shiny. Like you, you know, know I, I used to make fun of him. I used to ask him if he uses you know ten W thirty to to do his hair. Yeah. A lot of it looks like motor oil. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's exactly. Well, Coach, Coach Bray's a good guy. He always looks like he just uh, ripped a few JMO shots in the locker room. Like to play loose. You see that a lot with uh, NCAA coaches. Something I notice is a lot of these guys just look like a little bit off. You ever notice that? Like their eyes might be like a little bit too small or like a little bit too close together. I feel like NCAA college coaches and basketball particularly are just like slightly physically off-putting. Every single one of them. Yeah, they all You never see just like a good-looking, you know, nice symmetrical-faced coach. They all look like they're about to give you one of those like four fingered handshakes, and, yeah, and then be like, "No, it didn't count." I can I can tell you guys from experience that that's so true. So Notre Dame used to be in the Big East, as you know, before right. they moved to the ACC, and I saw a lot of these guys up close. 
That guy Jim Beheim looks like he touches children. I'm sorry, and in person, oh. it's off-putting. You're right. I mean, it's very sad. The guy Jamie Dixon, who used to coach at Pitt, I think he sold me a used car once. I'm not even kidding you. Did it? Did it run good? There's a lot of guys that look real. Crazy. <laughs> we don't need to know if it ran well. Well, it, it selling someone a used car <laughs> is not necessarily shady, but if he sold him a used car and then it did not run to the 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 measure that he yeah, no, he. He definitely looks like he would have been like the dad from Matilda selling used cars, but like putting the, the odometer down to make it look like there were no miles. Oh, so Danny right. DeVito? Yo, you ever watch Matilda and be like, man, I honestly like eating dinner in front of the TV every night. Like, not terrible, right? Like, that would be fun. I don't know. I got. I love that movie. Uh, sure, I got a question, though. As we were talking about Jim Beheim, uh, who do you think is going to win in tonight's Syracuse-North Carolina game? That's a good question. I think I think academics are going to lose. Um, it's a disgrace that those two institutions are in the Final Four. I, I haven't gone to Notre Dame, as I said, and graduated with honors before I went to the Mendoza School of Business and then I work at Ernst & Young in New York. I think it's <laughs> vital. Humble brag. Dude, wasn't very humble, but yeah. Anyway, I oh. just wanted to say it's a disgrace that both of those schools are playing, both being in investigated by the NCAA. Like, sorry, at Notre Dame, we had to go to class, fellas. So I think basketball and the sport is going to be the loser. I don't care who wins. Oh, you got to I, – I could see it now. You got a chip on your shoulder, kid. I could see – it All it kind of makes sense to me, your your, uh, your trajectory of your career. You gotta, I, I want to stick that thing in a bowl of salsa. It's such a good chip. <laughs> Excuse me. I took 43 chargers in practice my senior year. That's I know in practice, that happens in practices. Like people, like that. To me, that seems like the kind of thing that would never occur. Like I'd be like, if you were like a mountain climber and you like practiced like falling off, <laughs> right? That's crazy. You know, I'm not gonna you- lie to you. The guys in the team didn't like it. They used to call me Rudy and Jest because they thought I tried too hard all the time. But you know, if I didn't work that hard, then they wouldn't have been that good in the games. And we went to the NCAA second round my senior year. So, just saying. Did you sit all the way at the end on the left or the right side? So I sat two in on the, the left side because, remember, there has to be guys that can corral, right? right? So if you're in the middle of the bench, you know, you're playing. So I was a little further to the left of that, but I was the guy that, you know, really, really got up first. I would lead to highest, and then I would get real low. And you know when your mom used to, like, Stop short in the car and then put her arm over. Oh my god! That's where I learned everything I know. So you... I would keep the guys back. I would get. I, I call myself the Jug Squad. I, I thought of myself as like a juggernaut. And all these like Monmouth guys and all this thing. Now that that they they modeled their lives loosely off of me, and I know it. Oh my god! Yeah, I now, mean, my mother... no. I know you mentioned. I know you mentioned doing a little bit of squat thrusts. Um, uh, any opinion on the glute ham raise um, when it comes to you know, getting low and keeping your teammates back to avoid a technical foul? You know, I tried to I tried to stick to the mainly the squat thrust or the front squat with the barbell. Okay. Okay. Um, I didn't get too I didn't get too heavy into the glute raises, although I, I I'm not gonna lie, I'd be lying if I said I didn't I didn't use a thigh master every once in a while just uh, to really tighten up. It's only natural. It is only natural. And and sometimes I would get on that uh that machine in the gym that, you know, some of the bros at our school called the vagina machine. Yeah. You know, the one where like you kind of get in and just squeeze the things together. 
Right. But I'm not going to lie to you that that helped my performance on the bench big time. I mean, having a good groin is the basis of a good lower body. I mean, I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand yeah, times. This uh, sounds a lot like the other uh, guys I knew who went to Taft. I think the culture might have uh, rubbed off on you. Oh, how dare you accuse me like that? I mean, it's not your fault that oh. you couldn't afford to go to Taft. I've okay? never heard don't Dan. Take it out on me. I've never heard Dan be in an aggressive conversation with someone where he is the mm-hmm. antagonist. It feels weird. It feels odd. It feels like the back of my neck is too hot. Yeah, Dan, you got a little uh, something to get off your chest about uh, high school days? What's going on, man? Look, these, uh, these Taft guys, they're overprivileged. Of course he went to Notre Dame. I mean, he could have either gone to Notre Dame or Duke. And uh, he's a spirit guy. He's Good. a uh, chemistry Duke. guy. You know what? Frankly, um, uh, Daniel, I wish you nothing but peace and prosperity in life. But uh, tonight is one is one moment where I will say, I don't like you. Holy shit, Dan just took his shirt off. What are you doing, Dan? Put your shirt back on. I don't on. like you. I'm too hot. Why do I feel so hot? Why is the back of my neck hot? I don't like this. Dan, Dan. Ben, let me just tell you, if you ever need a job in Ernst Young, you talk to me, okay? I can get you. Oh, my God. He's offering me a job in finance and accounting? What's happening? Well, he likes the aggression, I think. It's like business is like an aggressive place. Why are my nipples hard? Dan, calm down. I'm hot. We're getting a look from Yon. uh, Yon? Stay in the back, Yon. I got some things I got to do. We're going to hang up on Daniel. Thank you so much for taking the time to call us, Daniel. Oh my God, fellas! Remember when you're watching the game, look at the benches. Those are the most important guys, all right? Two to the two from the left, he said. Two bah. from the left. Goodbye. Okay, well, uh, let's just move on. Let's just talk about our brackets again, because that man, he did something to me that I've never had happen before. Holy, mo- holy mother of Jesus Christ! You are. Oh I need God. some comfort food. I need uh, peanut butter, celery. I need peanut butter and celery. Jan. Just for everybody at home, uh, we got Dan back in his shirt. He's back in his seat, and he's uh, we got him a little lollipop. He's licking on, so he's feeling good. That was weird. That got real weird for a second, though. Like you, you had your shirt off, and you were just staring at a pile of old records. I can guarantee you, I was not trying to do that out of any sort of aggression. My body temperature ro- skyrocketed when I got angry, and I've, I haven't been angry since, well, since high school. Man. You need that fire in your belly. I mean, maybe that's why you never played sports. Maybe you didn't, why there. you never ended up at Taft or Avon or... Oh, Taft. You know what? I didn't go to those places because I never had anything handed to me. These people have things handed to them. Just the mention of that school gets you so riled. One time I was walking home from the library late one night, and a group of Taft Tufts, that's what I call them, they came driving by in their cool cars, and uh, one of them threw a beer bottle at me. And so I called the police. Of course I did. They're drinking and driving. And, uh, what a fucking loser. You called the police on those kids. Wait. Nothing wrong with one or two road sodas, let's be real. Uh, guys, I don't, I don't want this kind of talk. I was upset. And nothing happened, but uh, that was it. That was that's kind of the root of, of, of my hatred for these people. I, I shouldn't use the word hate because I don't hate anything or anybody. Uh, but yeah, that's just a little anecdote. Anyway, enough of Dan. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about some more of these selections. Well, how's yours? Yeah, looking, that's Dan? all I'm saying. You don't get you don't get the hate in your belly. You're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. It's fine. How's my yeah, how's my bracket? Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, this year I I get, it's a uh, perfect. I picked a well, you got- <laughs> perfect bracket. <laughs> Let me see this. B S. No, what I got it. What the fuck is this? That's my bracket. 
I filled that out. How the fuck did you get every single? G- I filled that out March the day the day they released it. You had how did you you had Middle Tennessee State and then you had Syracuse mm-hmm. beating Middle Tennessee. How the fuck did you have? Yeah, I mean I do my research, but mostly just you know it's got instinct. You had Little Rock. You had all these first round upsets, but then you knew. Oh, Little Rock is a very good school. They're uh, they're they're if you take a look at their like uh, shot uh, graphs, it's pretty extreme. They're fuck uh, you, fuck you. What, Larry? I don't fuck you. I, like sneaks. honestly. I put my heart and soul into this. I got every I got every game wrong. I, I spent you know th- weeks. What that doesn't prepping. make me any better than you. Fuck that doesn't make me any better than you. You just come in here. You're talking about shot charts, and you just how the fuck do you have a perfect bracket? I hope you lose both Final Four games, and I hope it flames out. I hope. Oh, I mean, I hope you lose. It's just let's try and stay humble. I didn't bet any money on it. Um, I didn't enter the ESPN bracketology thing. I. I just kind of printed it out and filled it out by pen. That's so much. That makes me so much more upset that you didn't even. Yeah, you I did this a as a dollars. fun lark. You're like, I'm just gonna <sighs> do this out of just. Hey, sneeze! I don't have it up close, but uh, look over his shoulder. We see any uh, racer marks or uh, anything going on there? Oh Erasable my gosh! Pen. No, 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 not me. He's sitting there and is sitting there and is, uh, you know, Notre Dame PJs like. No, obviously it wouldn't be Notre Dame, but Dude, no. honestly, he he filled the whole thing out with a black sharpie. Actually, like, can I, Jesus. Can I, I tell you guys? I wish I lost a couple. Fuck it kind of keeps me balanced. It keeps me um keeps me humble to lose a couple, but I got to stay <laughs> I'm trying to you just stay such a turd. Oh, jeez, guys. I mean, a little smug turd you are. You're so smug. You're coming in here talking about your perfect bracket. You didn't even put money on it. Jeez. Hey, guys, don't curse at me. That's curse. That's a curse. Smug is yeah. a curse. Don't curse at me, guys. Fuck you. Whoa, hey, come on. Sneaks. I'm just doing my best. You think you're better than me because you have a perfect I don't. Up? No, I said that. It doesn't make me any better than you. think you're better than me? I don't. You, you think you're what? better than me because you got a perfect bracket because I couldn't book the travel correctly? No, I don't think I'm better than you. I mean, fr- frankly, one of the amazing things is you picked Hampton to beat Virginia. Can you explain some of that at all? I mean, I, I don't think I'm better than you, but that's a, that's an outlandish. That's a stup- That's stupid. There was a pitcher. He played for the Colorado Rockies and also the New York Mets, and I Mike think the Hampton. Braves. Yeah. Mike Hampton, and he was a pitcher who could also hit very well. Yeah, he could. Uh, so I I don't know. I was looking at my bracket, and I was like, I look for signs. I look for things that have in, intrinsic, deeper meaning. And mm-hmm. I thought Mike Hampton, Hampton, that guy could hit and throw. These guys are going to win. Okay, I know that's a leap. But wouldn't it be fun to pick the the 16 over the one the one time it, it happens? Yeah. So I picked all the 16s. I don't know. I don't know. That's I, all right. A bruiser what let us in on your bracket a little bit here. Well, going down uh, reasons here we got obviously go UConn. I mean, do they ever lose Calhoun down there? Not that I know. I mean, uh what is so you picked this based on uh, your your uh, legacy as a young boy? What your uh, favorites as a young boy? Yeah, I mean, coming down the line, we get Maryland, College Park, Maryland. Tough to pick against that. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, Sneakler did, but yeah, that's true. South Dakota State. I like. Uh, I don't know. I I went to Mount Rushmore once, and I had a great time. Is that in South Dakota or North Dakota? Mount Rushmore is in South Dakota. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Get the fuck out of here. You're what? Trying, trying to make me look bad on every little thing. I'm not trying. Mount Rushmore is in South Dakota, buddy. Okay? Think you're better than me? I'm I know where trying. Mount Rushmore is. I've been there twice. All right? Hmm. Uh, I see you got, you actually picked Tex, uh, Northern Iowa over Texas, uh, Bruiser. Is there anything about the Texas team you don't like? You know, I was a big fan of Kevin Durant. I think he's a hot dog. So ever since that, just couldn't do it. What does a hot dog mean? You know, you know how it is. Is it showboat? Yeah. I mean, he's oh. 6'10". I've never seen him play under the hoop once in his life. He's got skinny arms. His arms are just not a skinny. fan of it. His arms are too skinny, you know? He can't, like, yeah. he can't bang the rang down there. Well, he think he graduated uh, seven years ago. Still the memory, though. You know, it looms. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't yeah. think of another guy to come through there, I guess, except for yeah. maybe Avery Bradley. Yeah. Oh, you know what I just remembered? Uh, didn't Blake Griffin go to Oklahoma? Yes. Yeah. See? <laughs> if I had thought of that. You know, uh, if I'd thought of that before, maybe I would have picked Oklahoma. Well, this is um, this is kind of a, a letdown, Sneaks. Um, I look up to you as a man, and uh, I don't think I'm better than you, but I think you can do better. Does that make sense? You're fucking smug. I don't. I, all right, we got to take a collar. Let's take a collar so we can get away from this. Okay, uh, we got a caller. We got uh, Don from Lodi in New Jersey is on the lo- line. Hey, Lodi. How you doing, Don? Hey, guys. How's it going? This is Don Zuccarello. I'm calling in. Hi, Bruza. Hi, Sneaks. How you doing? How we doing? Hey. Yeah. Doing good. Doing good. Uh, we were d- talking college basketball, huh? That's right. Uh, NCAA Final Four, Villanova versus Oklahoma is the first game up. You got any thoughts, Don? I mean, March Madness, so exciting, guys. Guys, it's so exciting this time of year. I mean, things are just crazy. Like, the deals on the used cars at Zuccarello's Autocopia off Route 46 in Lodi, New Jersey. Hey, everybody, we're across the street from the Hooters. Wait, wait is you just doing a, an ad for your, your, your used car lot right now? I'm actually vaguely intrigued. I want to. I want to. Hey, I see your fingers on the button, Dan. Let this. Ro- let this guy roll. I want to hear what. Hey, you have. You, you got to be that bold to come on my show and try to market a car in that way. I, I got to hear the rest of this. Hey, Bruiser, come on, come on. I know you. 1996 Pontiac yeah. Grand Am Forest Green. That was oh you. Oh my lord! I sold you that car. Yeah, how, I mean. How, I was trying out down there for the uh, for the generals in the USFL. They were going to bring me in. They were telling me they had a starting quarterback job for me. Donald Trump was was kind of at the helm at that point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yep, we wanted was... we wanted a franchise in Atlantic City. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I was staying up in Lodi. I had a buddy from the Alouettes, and I just was you know in the market and. Jeez. Well, I mean, see, but yeah, yeah uh, the problem is um, the reason I was going to cut the call off is because we charge money for these ads. He just a did a free we, ad on yeah. the show. He just did a free, he got away with doing an ad for free on the show. Honestly, I'm not even mad. I'm impressed that he came in with the gall and the tenacity and the grit and the nads on him. <laughs> on this guy, must be just, he probably can't even walk down the street. Hey, yeah, I, I, I do have a, a severely uh, injured kneecaps. Uh, both of my knees have been. Busted inward, completely inverted, Oof. so they're artificially reconstructed. Um, we don't need to go into that story right now, gentlemen. 
But uh, all you folks Nobody's out there, prying, my man. Nobody's prying. Nobody. Well, they, all right. Did you perhaps get those injuries playing basketball, maybe in college? Uh, well, I was actually betting on college basketball games. Ah, uh, um, uh, we don't. And, uh, those injuries were sustained uh, by my uh, my bookie. Uh, you know, he was a little forceful when I wasn't able to fully pay it uh, after I lost. Okay. You, see, you know, the last time I followed college basketball, was 2006, and there was this team. Uh, was uh, George Mason, right? And they had this guy yeah, sure. on the team. That was that long ago. Was, his name was like Indian food. Uh, it was like a Stephen, Stephen Curry. That's it. And this guy, he could shoot from the outside, but I knew this guy has no shot at being an NBA player. All right? This guy's career, you know, this is the end of the line for him, whatever this tournament is. I put all my money on George Mason, you know, 11th seed. They go in, they get to the final four, and they lose. And so at this point, uh, then I sustained some injuries to the, my kneecaps. Yo, I think I think I know what happened because I don't think I think you're talking about Steph Curry. I don't think he was on that team. I, I don't and let me he, tell you this: I don't right? think you were selling enough Forest Green Van Dams to pro football players to be able to pay off the uh, bets you would have been but making. No, in. no. yeah, Don. I, I think um, I think essentially, like so far, you've gotten a free ad on our show. You've talked about Girl betting. I'll help you off Route 46 in Lodi, New Jersey. Yeah. All right, he keeps all right. saying it. He, he just snuck another one in. He, he snuck did, another one in. He he's also done about two betting. free advertisements here. Gambling. We don't condone gambling. We he don't condone it. He just snuck in another one. Do you have any opinions about the, the Final Four that's coming up? I mean, we, are we gonna are we gonna tolerate this man at this point? I don't know. I mean, we've had him on the phone are, are this long. The, are we on the topic of gambling? Hey, everybody, if you're in Bergen County, New Jersey, I know a guy named Michael Colucci. No, All we right? can't if do you this. Look him up. You know, he will. Uh, he makes good books. We can't. We hey, can't get a bookie. Show. You can't, can't plug a bookie. Yeah, anywhere. Wait, wait, uh, wait a second. Just. You've been on the phone for like a few minutes now. Do you just like just to salvage this call? Can you give a pick for like the final four or like just some thoughts on a team or something? Just to, like I don't know. Is uh, is Syracuse still uh, playing? Yeah, they're yeah, alive they're against in, North Carolina. In the final four. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna go Syracuse all the way. Wow, a real Syracuse, pick. Syracuse because they're orange. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know I got Jeep. I know you millennials out there. You love Jeep. I got an orange oh, Jeep God. Grand Cherokee from 2003. We can't. We don't need Going to know. Going on sale for fourteen ninety nine. One thousand four hundred ninety nine dollars. We don't need to know that. Is this an ad? This is a. This oh, is still an ad. He did a third one. Okay. All right. Thanks, Across Don. The street from the Hooters. Okay. Fuck. All right. Thank you, Don. We're we're we're, we're gone. Yo, he just did three free ones. All right, so uh, well, he—I guess he made an actual pick there. Syracuse, you know, could legitimately win because they're in the in the running. Did you have Syracuse Bruiser? Did actually. It's amazing. Yeah, I just think Jerry McNamara. You know what I mean? He's always filling up a score sheet. Yeah, well, it's crazy because they're a ten seed and they just beat a one seed in Virginia. That's a that's a solid pick. Wait, Jerry McNamara, I feel like was a senior at Syracuse in like the early two thousands. No way! I feel like Jerry McNamara is still uh, still filling it up. Can we look this up? No, I Jerry. feel like Jerry McNamara was the point guard for Syracuse in like 2004. I think Bru- like Bruce is just doing this thing. I swear to God, I was watching the other day, and Jerry was, you know, was playing that perimeter game. I just looked it up. He played from 2002 to 2006. 
He's not. He's no longer active. I'll be honest. They call basketball <laughs> contact sport. It's not. So I really am not engaged as much as I should be. Wait, this is okay. Here's another instance where I'm pre- I'm pretty sold on the fact that Bruiser has CTE. He absolutely just thought that a player from the mid 2000s is currently playing, and then just brushed past it when called out on it. I think Bruiser well, has CTE. Let's be real here. Think about it. So CTE is a protein, no? Uh, yeah, I think it's a it's caused by an abundance of tau protein in your brain. Right, and I think I just have an overload of muscles. Okay, so you think and that so you my have... body's just secreting protein to feed them. All Even right. my brain gets in on the action. Yo, this is kind of like okay. So I've been brainstorming ideas for uh, for new plots. For I'm working on like a graphic novel. Uh huh. I think this is good. Oh, you like comic books, right? Is that like a sexual thing? No, no. You guys always do Gra- this. To coming me. here talking about graphic. No, like Watchmen. Or like I like. So I, I was. I'm listening. All along I'm, the Watchtower, Bob the, Dylan. It's a graphic novel, Watchmen. There's a movie about it. I'm listening to you guys, but I, you know, I was picking up some. We're, there's a lot of nice comics here. I was picking up a few off the shelf. We're at Yon's, Yon's uh, comic and smoke shop. I don't know. It's either Yon or Yon's. It's probably Yon. In Youngstown. I don't know. I don't want you know. I don't want to uh, just pigeonhole him. You know. So let's say Yon or Yon's. And you know, I was there's a nice. Uh, I was looking at one of the old Batman, Superman ones. I don't know. I think the CT thing could be a cool angle. You know, like maybe uh, you know, super Superman hits his head. You know, it doesn't crack, but uh, inside of it, there's too much protein or something. So, so Superman know. can have internal injuries, not external injuries. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he's, you know, because he's he's susceptible to the mm. the Krypton. So maybe he's susceptible to too much protein. This is interesting because I I know you're a comic book fan. I don't think a lot of our listeners know. I'm big on that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why don't we take another call and we'll just we'll talk about your interest in comic books after that after we get back. Right. Uh, we have, uh, let's see, oh, it looks like it's uh, good old Mike and Stan Vegas coming on the line. Uh, we got Mike from Stan Vegas on the line. Uh, how you doing, Mike? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Eh. That's it. I'm, eh. Are you going to go can you ahead? Hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I answered your question and I said, eh. It's, that means not oh, good. good. It's not yeah, that good. Just, you know, I'm just trying hey, to, I'm just trying time to is it money. Stan Vegas, okay. Anyway, I'm I'm feeling this March Madness fever, and I just have been reminiscing about all the great teams. In 1983, NC State. Uh, you had, you know, just so many Cinderella stories out there. Cardiac cats. I feel like nobody nobody talks about the Hickory Hoosiers and their unbelievable run. Mm. Mm. Who's that? Indiana. No, the Hickory Hoosiers. They're in Indiana, yeah, but it's the Hickory Hoosiers. Wait, wait rem- refresh my memory on this. I don't remember them. Uh, do- I don't remember that that team. They're a small town team. They're down and out. Nobody really cared about the school. And then mm. they bring in this coach who'd been kicked out of his last job for sexual harassment or something. I don't remember. Yeah, I think um, he was uh, Dylan. Wait, what's the name of the coach? I don't remember the story at all. Dan Vegas. What is the name of the coach? I don't remember. I do remember Jimmy Chitwood was like their star player. Yeah, big Jimmy guy, big Jimmy C fan. Wait, you had a real vicious side part going on. I just remember he would just shoot out in his backyard, 
didn't even have a court. He just dribbled on the grass and he'd just shoot free throws for days. Oh, yeah. Okay, he wait a second. Kept knocking them down. I seen this on ESPN Classics. You guys are talking about the movie Hoosiers. You're talking about the movie Hoosiers. The coaches. Did they make Hackman. a documentary about him? No, I think it's just a movie. It's one of those famous old uh, sports movies, like in the vein of Rudy. Gene Hackman is the coach. He's not a real coach. That's a famous actor. I think that's what. No. They, that was a real thing. <laughs> Wait a minute. Mike from Stan Vegas. Hasn't this guy done this before? Hasn't he called in and talked about sports movies as if they were real life? This is the third or fourth time he's done this. I mean, I honestly don't, Why? don't remember. But you guys this never pos- believe me when I bring up my favorite sports story. You were talking about Mighty yeah. Ducks one time. But I still think that the Ducks need to look at Charlie Conway as a viable okay. option for this year's team. Okay, all yeah, right. Once he- mm. Go ahead, Bruiser. What do you got? We, like, we got to cut this guy off sooner. He's going to talk about mm. uh, other movies. Listen, I mean, Jimmy Chitwood just hits unconscious you know, shots from deep. I mean, he's, he's, he's a, a fictional freak. character. He, if he played in today's NBA and was adding a point to every shot he hit pretty much with the three-pointer the way it is now, guy would be dangerous. I mean, we might be talking, we might not be talking about Steph Curry, who uh, I might add lost to the Celtics last night on their home court. Anyway, uh, hey, Stan I Vegas, Stan Vegas. Remember that? Remember that scene where they, uh, this is my, one of my favorite movie scenes where they measure the, the free throw line to the baseline and they measure the hoop. You remember that? Remember that scene? Yes. That's really good. Guys, this uh, is real. a good documentary. All right, Mike, uh, thanks for your call, man. Uh, we got to go. Maybe it was a documentary. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that was odd, as, as usual. Uh, do you, I mean, speaking of the worlds of fantasy, Sneaks, you, you're obsessed with comics in a way. I, I would not have seen that coming. Yeah, I love, uh, you know, the world's kind of in, in the mingle. I was always into, like, sports cards, and, you know, so you, you hang out in those stores, and there's comic books, there's, you know, this comic smoke shop, there's cigars, there's comic books, you know, you just hang out. I probably started smoking cigars way too young, honestly. I was, like, 11, I was just puffing on those things, you know. But, um, yeah, I was always really into the DC. I feel like DC gets shit on a lot. Well, they just came out with a uh, little bit of a critical failure in uh, Batman versus Superman. I don't know. I See, because here's the thing. I looked on Rotten Tomatoes, and, uh, you know, that guy like a 28 on Rotten Tomatoes, right? The Marvel movies get like 94s, and it's like there's that much of a disparity. I think, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to start uh, anything here. I just think there's some kind of connection like Marvel and Illuminati. You know, I just think that it's clear to me that there's... Some kind of a you know Illuminati presence. Sneaks, we were talking about your childhood obsession and and joy with uh, with comics. You was just start talking about the Illuminati there for a second. I, you know, I'm not. I ain't no dummy. All right. So it's like if I see clear as day, like there's a, a Illuminati connection. You know, I'm a, I'm paid to give my yeah. opinion. I'm gonna call that out. Marvel is clearly connected to the Illuminati somehow. It's like, how do you have a 94 on Rotten Tomatoes? I, I don't know. They, people like the movies. I mean, so you think X-Men is running around, sticking his claws and people behind the scenes, you know, film execs trying to get the score up? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, well, he just called, he just called Wolverine X-Man. I don't I mean, I don't, yeah, I'm not a Marvel guy. I'm a DC guy. I don't know anything <laughs> about it. But it's just like, it, there has to be a, a connection there with, it's like, there's someone pulling strings that are like, 
uh, you know, t- mm. t- having people go see that movie instead. The DC is good, you know. But now no. you said uh, you were you came up to me last weekend. You said you're very excited. Kevin Smith's doing a signing down sure, at the local yeah. Barnes and Noble. You were going to go introduce yourself to him. Sigh, <sighs> you know. It, it didn't go great, I'll be honest with you. It didn't go great. It's, it's not a great... Uh, I'm feeling a little low energy this week. A lot of things didn't go my way, to be honest. But I met the old Smithy. Um, you know, he's a Jersey boy. I was excited to meet him. I went, you know, I was thinking we're on the same level. We're both like, you know, like B-plus celebrities. You know, like just sub-A-list celebrities, you know? I don't... Okay. Don't flatter yourself, pal. I mean, I host a radio show. I don't know. I mean... So, uh, maybe I was wrong, you know, but I went in there thinking, hey, we're on the same page. Like, this guy's kind of like a next tier director. And I'm kind of like, you know, I host a radio I'm not on TV, but I'm like, next tier, you know, I host a radio show. And uh, I went up to him and I was like, hey, Smithy. And he, uh, I was immediately escorted off the premises. You were immediately escorted out. Oh, I'm sorry, Smithy. Well, and I'm yelling back to him. I'm like, and he's like, he's like, I don't know. You got some weird stain on your shirt and I've never Aww. seen you. And I was like, you don't recognize my voice. And, and then he, they had me escorted out. Oh, Sneaks, you poor thing. I, had a, I, I had, wouldn't take that to heart. I mean, Kevin Smith, honestly, never seen any of his movies, never seen any of his comics, but I can tell you one thing. The guy wears those hockey sweaters to just cover up the fact that he is the fattest paunch going on. That dude has so. a muffin top for days. You think so? Oh, That makes me dude, feel a little better. guy can't even walk yeah. through doorways. He's pretty fat. He's pretty obviously fat. He wears just hockey sweaters and like jorts. He's fat. Well, I'm not that fat, so that makes dump me dump him sure. on. Even you could dump him on his big butt. You think I could take him? Yeah, easily. Yeah, little scrap man, sneak. little scrappy do over you. I feel so sorry. Hey, don't get for down you. on yourself. Thanks for saying that, guys. Don't let Kevin Smith push you around. It was nothing. I you know I don't like as much as you. It's. It's big tub tubby lad boys walking around in hockey sweaters. And you know what? Day, I can you know? guarantee. I can guarantee you. You smell better than Kevin Smith. You think oh yeah, a good smell. Thank you. you. Thanks guys for picking me up a little bit. I'm glad we're in Youngstown. Yeah. I'm having a great yeah. time. You know. Well, anyway, actually, I've, I'm being told that we have another Jersey great. Oh, Dio Ruz. Micah Ruzioni Jr. is on the line. He's going to give his keys to the game over the phone. Listen, we his keys to the to the game was so good. Yeah, and we I, learned our lesson. We didn't fly him out again. You had to pay out of pocket for that last time. Honestly, I offered. He just said he had something going on with the aunt, right. and he couldn't come. But I actually I wired, him, again? I, I wired him the money, but then he didn't come, so I don't know what happened to the money. Yeah, maybe he'll buy you an extra slice of pizza next time you guys hang out. Oh, they don't hang out on the side. That's a Mike Ruzioni principle. He doesn't hang out with Larry Sneak Girl afterwards. Let's just let it happen organically. Okay. All right. Stop talking about it so much. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, he's on the phone. Mike Ruzioni Jr., no relation, uh, is on the phone. Oh, the Ruz. This guy, listen, this guy moved in uh, my apartment building a few months ago. He's a whiz. I mean, anyone who's listening to the show knows he's a whiz. We've had him do football picks. And I thought, you know, because he's such a good personable guy and also his picks are so good it's like let's just keep him let's keep him on let's have him do some keys to the to the game for basketballs so um yeah let's just get into it let's do the let's do the keys to the game for the final four so, uh yeah thanks thanks for having me on the air again guys uh you know i i never watched you know college football or, or basketball for that matter because we're talking about basketball but uh, yeah, I do have my I do have my keys to this Final Four matchup. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to get into them. Uh, first up, we got Villanova versus Oklahoma. Uh, both the number two seeds. Uh, really strong showing so far. I know, I know this uh, this key is uh, is specific 
to Oklahoma uh, superstar Buddy Heald. Uh, he's just dominating right now. Uh, some say he's probably the best uh, player in college basketball. Um, so this key goes out to you, Buddy. Buddy, you need to quit playing college ball. Um, but before you quit, you should probably go to the Oklahoma uh, uh, University uh, Career Center, have them look at your resume, help them flesh it out, and then you should apply for a job in the NBA because your talents are too too good to be wasting in some league that won't pay you for nothing. And probably the experience that you already have in college basketball should be enough for them to hire you professionally. So the key to the game for Villanova versus Oklahoma, Buddy Heald, you need to drop out of school and uh, submit your resume to the NBA. Yeah, maybe you could get an internship in the uh, D-League or something like that. Yeah, he could work his way up, you know. You know, you start from the bottom and then you get there. And, uh, yeah, and then for the next the next matchup, we got, uh, we got oh, two titans of the NCAA, from what I'm told. Uh, we got North Carolina and Syracuse. And uh, both of these teams... Uh, uh, they're in a little hot water by the the NCAA um, for you know some shady practices with the students. Um, but, uh, so this, but this one specifically goes for North Carolina, uh, who were uh, are under investigation for reportedly having uh, fake classes for their for their players for their basketball players. So here's my key: instead of making fake classes. Just have, uh, just have, uh, you know, the whole school just be basketball players. That way, you can have whatever classes you want, and you still have a basketball team. So you just have, you know, a small little college, but you know, you got Titans on the court, and uh, that way, uh, you know, you're killing two birds with one stone. So that's my key to the game: kill two birds with one stone. Uh, I mean, that was absolute just wizardry, as always. Those were, like, really on-point keys, as always. I mean, I don't even know why you downplayed yourself. I mean, it's clear that you have that you have a, a, a good finger on the pulse of college hoops. Um, I was just wondering, Aruz, I mean, you know I love you uh, no matter what, and I, I know you know I understand. Yeah, I'm aware. Um, I wired you... Um, you know, X hundred bucks for the flight and for lodging and all that, but you didn't make the trip out. Yeah, you know, my my aunt, she uh, she, she had a procedure done, um, and I wanted to be there for her. Uh, she was uh, getting her, her ears cleaned out at her ENT. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I wanted to see what that looked like. So I, I tagged along with her on that, so I couldn't fly out. But you're, um, you're going to reimburse... Sneaks, right? Yeah, the money's already been spent. Um, I took an Uber from my apartment complex to the city, and that roughly covered uh, the cost of the flight um, because I did a round trip, and I had them go through the drive-through, um, which also cut into cut into cost. I get that. Um, yeah, but, surge. It adds but up. I do recommend the curly fries at Arby's. They are they are good. That's my key to the game. Or what to get on the Aubrey snack menu. That's pretty good. Hey, well, listen, I'll be back, you know, because we're in Youngstown, which is only a few hours' drive from Dayton, where the first four was. 
uh, not the Final Four, and then Dayton, you know, is like only 20 hours or so from Houston where the Final Four is. But I'll be back in uh, Jersey in about a week, you know, if you want to uh, get together. We get some hobbies or something. We go get some. We take, I'll yeah, take an you Uber. Know, yeah, uh, you know, uh, you know, we see what happens. You know, uh, I got a pretty tight, tight schedule coming up, you know. Um, you know, the football season's really gearing up soon, so I got to, you know, keep an eye out on that. So I got a lot of stuff going on, um, you know. Okay, what? I mean, football really doesn't start for another, like, eight months almost, but... What's that? No, no, nothing. It's okay. All right. Well, I'm glad the, you know, the Uber rides went good, and I hope your aunt's ears are clean. Um, All right. Yeah, it's a good, you know, the whole family's pulling for her, you know? Pulling for her ears to be clean. Is it, are there tumors in there? She's getting a tumor removed? She's got a lot of wax. A lot of wax going on. All right. Uh, thanks, Mike. We'll check in with you later. Thanks, thanks, guys. Yeah, I mean, I know I was poking fun at him for saying, you know, Buddy Heald should get an internship in the D-League and whatever, apply into the teams. But he's kind of on to something when it comes to that second point. You guys know what I mean? Having like an all-academic school? Because it's just like... I mean, an all-athletic school? Yeah, I was down at Rhodey, and it's like... You know, I was taking you know, all these 101s and 201s and 301s, but it's like I went to 001s of them. You know what I mean? Oh, you're saying an all-sports school. Yeah, I mean, if you get guys with thoroughbreds like myself, you know, and, you know, other guys like that, I can't really think of anybody on my level currently, but if you just channel them like they do over in China, that far east, if they, you know, they get – People in sporting academies in Russia, you know, in the communists. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a communist, okay? You know, I'm not coming no out one is, sport, thinks you're a communist. Sand is there anything no. There. Yeah, I mean, I just, to me, it's just the logistics of taking all of the current students out of, like, Alabama and then just replacing all of them, all of them with other college football students. Like, that just seems logistically. This is, hard. like, a fun idea for, like, a dystopian uh, comic or, like, a graphic novel. It'd be like, what would happen if, like... You know, all the kids at, at Rutgers got replaced by, like, kids who were really good at, at, like, baseball and football and stuff, you know. That'd be fun. And then Superman comes, but he's got that protein thing in his head. So he, he's, like, ineffective. Yeah, he's got too much CTs. And then Batman shows up, and he's like, oh, here I come. Like, I think I'm going to write a draft of this. I don't know. You, could, you, you guys never. You guys don't believe me. It's okay, but I, I think that. No, I mean, I was a bad guy, you know, when I was a tyke. Um, kind of raised himself up from nothing, made himself into a machine. I can get down with Batman anytime. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm more akin to you know a Superman. Oh, hey, we could, maybe Kevin uh, Smith. You're such a Sorry. fucking I don't jerk mean, today. I didn't mean to do that. It's just it must be some smug, sort of smug, smug. This is perfect brackets. T- Getting the ahead. But it's not. I'm not trying to do that. I just. I think when I got flustered and angry earlier, it might have reset my core, and uh, I haven't had any kale in the last 24 hours. So I think I'm just a little bit off. It's like um, you know when you balance um, one of those spinning tops, when you balance uh, and it starts to kind of. Uh, Wobble a little bit. I think I'm in the wobble stage, and I'm trying not to fall. That's very elaborate metaphor. I lost you. Yeah. Probably. Really? No. I, I cued oh, in on kale, but I didn't know what the rest The meant. last time I called 
um, my girlfriend was over six hours ago, and I had she hasn't called me Sweetings in a long time. We're in Youngstown, all right. Let's just live a little. Don't worry about you, you, you GF. I don't. I don't. Just, let's go, let's I go. need to worry about her because she's Dude, my sweetheart. I'm telling you, Youngstown, good massage parlors in Youngstown. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. He's talking about getting a hand job. Yeah, we all knew that. I didn't say that. I said he implied it. They'll take the knots out of your back and your neck, and you'll be feeling good. I don't condone that kind of behavior. Bruiser, when he said that, there's a lot of strong thumbs in Youngstown. Get your arm. Thumbs town. Your arms around my neck, and it's weird. I don't want to. Your breaths. Your breath smells like you. You licked a Toyota. The bottom of a Toyota. I took physical training 101. I know how to do a myofacial massage, a deep tissue massage. A deep tissue massage. Okay, I think, Bruiser, we just need to essentially shut this thing down. I think we're uh, we're good to go. Jan just actually left. Jan, I think Jan's locking up. Jan gave us a look like it's time to lock up. Jan, get over on the table over here, pal. Is okay. it is it Jan? And, is it Jan or Yon? Is it Jan? It's Jan. It's definitely Jan. Wait, right. let, let him answer. Is it Jan or Yon? Is it Yon? Hey, is it Jan it's or Yon? Okay, all right, everybody. Uh, it's Yon. You've. Li- <laughs> I was wrong then. I don't know. He maybe isn't sweet. I was right. I said we should not jump to it. It could be Yon or Yon. Wow. Okay. Wait, I may have got all the first round games wrong, but I knew it. I got Yon right. You got something right, and everybody, you've been listening to The Drive with Bruiser and Sneaks. I've been Danbury Dan. Thanks for listening. Next week, we'll get to baseball. Go UMass. We're going to crush beers in Youngstown tonight, kid. Let me tell you. That was the end of the show. We're going to fade it up again. Damn it, Mark's Sneaks. Jimmy, John Calipari, UMass. We're supposed to be out. <laughs>